Hey everybody, welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dobius, here with Brendan, the producer, Pika. How you doing? Hey yo, not too shabby. Not too Another shabby. week of football. Another week coming up. Uh, some crazy games as well. Oh man, a lot of games in this episode, so we're not going to really waste too much of your time in this episode. Uh, we're talking about the NFC home games for week four. Uh, as well as my yays and nays players to start players to sit at the end of this episode. So make sure to uh, stay, uh, keep listening for that. Let's just jump into it, right? A lot of games to talk about in this episode. Uh, If you want to hear the AFC home games, make sure to check out yesterday's episode. It is a very good one. Sunday's early games here. We have the first matchup. It's the Detroit Lions against the Chicago Bears. Let's start out with the Detroit Lions, who you're starting, who you're sitting. Uh, but first, some injury news. DeAndre Swift, he is limited in practice uh, with a groin injury. This is not too big of a deal for me because he's been limited in practice with that same groin injury for the last four weeks. I'm not too nervous about him uh, starting unless there's any setbacks that happen. We do have a injury update episode that comes out every su- uh, Saturday. Excuse me, every Saturday. So make sure to tune in then. I'll let you know if uh, about more DeAndre Swift news as well as a- every other fantasy-relevant player. Um, yeah, it, it really, I don't expect any setbacks, and what I assume is going to happen on Saturday is he's going to be in the probable-slash-will-play category where I'm going to say basically the same thing I'm saying now. This is the injury he's been dealing with, and he's played every week. Not much to worry about. Uh, let's talk about the other Detroit Lions in my starting Jared Goff, heck no. Uh, I am starting DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams because somehow the Detroit Lions are capable of having two fantasy-relevant running backs. I don't know how that's possible because they are basically losing every single game and they need to throw the ball all the time. Uh, But DeAndre Swift as the third-best running back this season. Jamal Williams is the 11th, which is a big surprise. So I'm starting both of them because they've been consistent and they've proven that they are start worthy so swift as uh really a, a i would say i would put him at this point as a low rb1 honestly and jamal williams is a low rb2 i mean they're both involved in this offense so even though they're on the lines i'm not gonna turn away from them because they're they've been putting up crazy numbers so uh when it comes to receivers for the detroit lions I only like the tight end TJ Hawkinson uh, because there's all the other receivers have been pretty inconsistent. If you had to pick one, it would obviously be Quintez Cephas. I have him as a super, super low flex option this week. He's a very risky flex option because, again, the Lions receiving core is is very inconsistent. You don't really know what to expect every week. So uh, it's just not worth the headache. It's not worth dealing with a alliance receiver just yet until one proves that they are the uh, the clear-cut main target just don't deal with that so hawkinson swift williams boom done moving on to the chicago bears the detroit lions opponent andy dalton is questionable this week with that knee injury uh matt Nagy said if andy dalton's healthy he's a starting quarterback uh yeah it it, it doesn't really change my opinion on other fantasy players because uh, you're not starting Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. Uh, it doesn't matter who's starting at quarterback. Um, 
even though it is the Detroit Lions. And if there's any week for both of these quarterbacks to be fantasy relevant, it should be this one. They Neither of them have proved to me that they should be in my starting lineup just yet. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields had a rough showing last week against Cleveland. There's a big difference between the Cleveland defense and the Lions defense, however. Uh, so if Fields does start, he I, I can almost guarantee he's going to have a better week. Uh, but you don't want to start him because you, you don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just not worth the risk. There are plenty of other quarterbacks that you should start. Um, some I talked about in yesterday's episode. Check that out. Some I will be talking later on in this episode. Um, yeah, so David Montgomery is a big start, obviously. I mean, guys, is the Detroit Lions. If there's one thing you learn from playing fantasy football from all these years, you play almost everybody against the Lions. Uh, I'm starting Allen Robinson. I think Cole Komet could be a solid option this week. If there's any week that he'll go off, it should be this one. Uh, and I have Darno Mooney as a low-end flex. Um, I'm still waiting for him to, to blow up. And again, it's Detroit. This could be the week. If he doesn't, if he puts up another one reception, nine yard game, uh, I'm going to be very nervous and he will not be making my starting lineup probably for the rest of the season. So we'll see. It's a lot of expectations, uh, from this bears offense heading into, uh, week four next game. We have the Cleveland Browns versus the Minnesota Vikings. Let's talk Cleveland first because they are the away team coming off of a big win against Chicago. Just talked about that. Baker Mayfield is a decent start uh, this week. Uh, Again, Baker Mayfield, love the quarterback. He just doesn't score a lot of fantasy points. Uh, He's currently the 22nd best quarterback. Um, Not many weeks I feel comfortable at all starting him. This is one of them just because the Vikings are top 10 in, in terms of, or bottom 10, I should say, in passing defenses, uh, giving up almost 300 passing yards per game. The Browns are a run-first offense, but when they do throw it, I think they can tear up the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that Baker Mayfield is an okay start. Uh, I have them very low in, in, in terms of streaming options i think there are better players like Derek carr and like kirk cousins who we'll talk about shortly uh that are better that that are going to finish better than baker mayfield this week um nick chubb kareem hunt those are two big big starts for this week both put up 80 plus yards uh last week against chicago even though the vikings are supposed to have a good rushing defense they just don't and both of these running backs, uh, the, I mean, this is the focal point of this offense, and they're going to both have very good games. Um, I think Kareem Hunt especially is, is going to finish uh, pretty high uh, in the rankings. He could maybe appear in the top 10 uh, at the end of this week. So uh, receiving game, no tight end, only Odell Beckham. He had a very solid week last week, five receptions, 77 yards. Uh, and I think that's just the beginning. I'm actually going to be talking about him later on in this episode in the Yays. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. And that is it for the Browns. So Baker, both running backs, and OBJ. Minnesota Vikings, they're coming off of a win against Seattle, which is very surprising, uh, just because I'm a pessimist Vikings fan. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I think, is a very good start. Somehow he is... He is a good quarterback this week, or not even this week, this season. 
uh, even though you watch it and it doesn't look like it, but he has been a statistically a very good quarterback. Currently, actually, the fourth best quarterback in fantasy so far this season, which is crazy to even say. I mean, what a season this has been. Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins as some of the best fantasy options. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, Delvin Cook, this is the big news. He's uh, missed last game against Seattle. He is limited. Uh, in, he was limited in Wednesday's practice. Um, so this is something to monitor. Again, the injury episode, I will uh, give you better fantasy advice because I will know further information. But as of right now, um, Cook I have as a, as a RB2 this week. Cleveland has a very good defense. Uh, and Cook playing limited if he does play. Uh, yeah, it's just going to hinder his performance. So don't have high expectations if Cook does play. Uh, if he doesn't, if he's declared out, it will be Alexander Madison, and he is a flex option. Uh, receivers. We have Justin Jefferson, who is a start, and Adam Thielen, who is a start. The, those These two players have been very valuable fantasy assets uh, this season, and no way you're benching them. If you own them, you know how good they are. They've been very consistent for you this entire season. Yeah, you're not you're not planning on benching them. Uh, no tight ends for the Vikings either. So pretty easy. Cousins, Cook if he plays. Madison if Cook doesn't play. And then the two receivers in Thielen and Jefferson. Moving on to the Washington football team versus the Atlanta Falcons. Let's talk about the Washington football team first. Uh, yeah, it's Antonio Gibson, I guess. I'm not starting a quarterback. I'm not starting Heineke. You're starting Gibby. You're starting Terry McLaurin. And you can start Logan Thomas, I guess. I mean, he got that touchdown against Buffalo. He's, he could definitely, he has the ability to do it again against the Atlanta Falcons, uh, a, a team that is one of the worst when it comes to passing defenses. So, yeah, yeah, they can they can all have decent fantasy weeks. Um, I don't feel comfortable starting any other Washington football player. I know McKissick is being involved in this offense. I, I just don't want to deal with the ups and downs of uh, of McKissick. So not doing that. So Gibby, Terry, Logan Thomas. Too bad Logan Thomas doesn't have a, a nickname because that uh, would have been a lot better. Anyway, Atlanta Falcons. Let's move on to them. Uh, not starting Matt Ryan. He's been very disappointing. The The entire Falcons team has been very disappointing. The fact that they beat the New York Giants actually surprised me. They, I, I don't even think they... I was going to say I don't think that they deserve to win, but neither did the Giants. So, uh, yeah, that was a terrible, terrible game last week. Uh, Matt Ryan, I know we kind of scored fantasy points last week against the Giants, but this is the Washington football team. Guys, this is a one of the best defenses in the league. So no Matt Ryan, no running back. Uh, I, I know that. Ooh, well, Cordell Patterson. I lied. Cordell Patterson. I always forget that he's a running back because he's a receiver, honestly. So yeah, Patterson, I guess would be a, I, I guess you could put him in the running back position. Uh, you can start him. I would feel comfortable with that. I just keep thinking he's a receiver because he is. Uh, yeah. So if you have like a fringe player like like Damian Harris, who's going up against a very tough defense in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I would feel more comfortable starting Patterson, uh, just because he, he's just more involved in the receiving game, and that's going to 
equate to more fantasy points. Uh, speaking of the receiving game, Kelvin Ridley, you start him. Uh, he's been kind of disappointing. Not kind of, he's very disappointing this season. And you start Kyle Pitts. Those are the two top targets on this team, besides Cordero Patterson, and you start both of them. Uh, expectations a little low because it's Washington. All right, the next matchup is the New York Giants. There you go, speak of the devil, versus the New Orleans Saints. Let's start with the Giants. Uh, yeah, this is bad. This is bad news for the for the Giants here. Saquon Barkley and Kenny Galladay, they were both limited in Wednesday's practice. Barkley uh, is expected to play. Galladay is questionable. And Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton, they both missed Wednesday's practice, and they are both doubtful for next week. There is a chance where the Giants are going to be without Kenny Galladay, without Sterling Shepard, and without Darius Slayton. Uh, for next week's game against the New Orleans Saints, and there's still a shot they have a better receiving core than New Orleans. Uh, that's a little joke for Saints fans there. Um, yeah, it's just trying to shine some, trying to trying to be positive in this <laughs> rough situation, <laughs> trying to bring some sort of amusement to Giants fans this year. But hey, Barkley's back. He had a good week last week. I don't think he's going to have as good of a week. In, in week four, because it's the New Orleans Saints, a team that only gives up 60 rushing yards per game, but he has upside, so you start him. Uh, no Daniel Jones this week. It's really just Saquon Barkley. Even if Kenny Galladay plays, he's been disappointing this season. I, I don't have confidence in Kenny G. Uh, it was really only Sterling Shepard, but now that he's dealing with this injury, even if Shepard does play, I'm not confident. So it's only Saquon Barkley on this Giants offense. New Orleans. Uh, I, I almost want to say James Winston. I almost want to say you can start James Winston this week uh, just because the matchup is almost perfect, right? It's the New York Giants. They're terrible. But really, b- besides week one where... He threw for James Winston threw for five TDs. He, I mean, that was his. He threw for five TDs for 148 passing yards, and that is the most passing yards that he's thrown this season at 148. So uh, until I see more yardage, I'm not going to start James Winston. It, it's a shame because it's a very good matchup, but no, no, I, I, I can't, I can't tell you to start James Winston. I can't do that. I can't do that to you. Uh, Elvin Kamara, you're starting. Should have an amazing game. Uh, and no receivers and no tight ends. Very easy. Just uh, Wow, look at that. Just Elvin Kamara for the Saints. Just Saquon Barkley for the Giants. Battle of the running backs. No other fantasy relevant players there. Awesome. Uh, moving on to the next game, we have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Both teams coming off of uh, losses. Both teams coming off of some tough losses. Chiefs, you're starting Mahomes. You're starting Clyde, who finally had a good game. 17 carries for 100 rushing yards. You're starting... Uh, Clyde should have a, a very uh, solid game again. You're starting Kelsey. You're starting Tyreek Hill. And that is it for the Chiefs. I know everybody wants to start Josh Gordon, uh, who just recently signed with the Chiefs. I don't even think he's going to be available for this game yet uh but yeah it's just 
Let's relax with the Josh Gordon hype. I even picked him up, but you got to be realistic. He's not going to be involved too much in this offense. A lot of mouths to feed. Uh, and with Josh Gordon being 30, is he really going to do better than Michael Hardman and Marcus Robinson? I hope so. But, you know, that's that's my heart talking, not my brain. So, uh, yeah, only Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Clyde, Pat Mahomes. Boom. Quick and easy for the Kansas City Chiefs. You are starting your studs. Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, Jalen Hurts, rough game last week, last Monday. Uh, two picks thrown. But I feel like this is where the Philadelphia Eagles are going to turn things around. And by turn things around, I don't mean beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean put up fantasy points. Hurts is going to have a very good game. Miles Sanders is going to have a good game. I say Dallas Goddard has a good game. I think that Devontae Smith is going to have an excellent game, by far the best of his uh, three-week career. I think that the, this this Eagles team, and uh, they're going to obviously need to throw the ball a lot. Chiefs are going to be dominating. But the the Chiefs don't have that great of a defense, especially when it comes to passing. They have a worse passing defense than the Detroit Lions, statistically. Kansas City Chiefs is giving up more passing yards per game than the Detroit Lions. They are in the bottom 10. So Jalen Hurts has the ability, he is talented enough, and he has a good weapon in Devonta Smith. I think that this is going to be a, a very, uh, very good week out of those two. And even Miles Sanders is going to have a good week. Chiefs, second worst when it comes to rushing yards allowed per game they give up the second most i should say that's a better way to phrase it second most rushing yards allowed per game i mean it's really the chiefs offense that's carrying this team and they're not even caring chiefs are chiefs are losing a lot more games uh than expected already this season so this is going to be a a sneaky close one and I, i think that the eagles can actually put up some major fantasy points so it's going to be this this is like my game to watch for this week. If you're going to watch any game, I think this is the one. Um, yeah, so you're starting basically everybody for the Eagles. If you want to get risky, Quez Watkins, but I'm not going to tell you to do that. Uh, very risky. Moving on to the next game, the Carolina Panthers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, we all know Christian McCaffrey out this week with a hamstring injury. Uh, it will be Chuba Hubbard leading the charge. Uh, Chuba's a great start. Um, he looked fine last week uh, against the Texans, but it's the Texans. Now they're playing the Dallas Cowboys, a team that is is fine in rushing defense. Um, they're actually a lot better than than expected, but you know they're they're beatable. So you start Chuba just based on volume um, and not talent just yet. You are starting maybe Sam Darnold. I would put Darnold as a lower-end uh, streaming quarterback. I have him right around that Baker Mayfield, a little lower than Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins this week. Um, but I love his weapons. DJ Moore is a start, uh, and I think I have Anderson as a flex option this week. I have him higher than players like LaVisca Chenault, Corey Davis, uh, but lower than like Odell Beckham and players like that. So, yeah. Uh, a lot of, lot of fantasy-relevant players in this game as well. <clears throat> Moving on to the Dallas Cowboys side of things, uh, you're starting 
every fantasy relevant player. Start your studs. Dak Prescott coming off a good week. Ezekiel Elliott coming off a good week. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. They didn't put up major fantasy points last week, especially Amari Cooper. But yeah, they they can do it here. They can do it against Carolina, uh, a team that is is way better against the run um, than against the pass. But they're they've been a, a top defense so far. If there's any team that's going to beat this Panthers defense, who is actually the number one defense in the NFL currently, it's going to be this this high octane uh, Dallas Cowboys offense. So you're starting your studs. That's it. I I don't feel comfortable yet uh, starting Tony Pollard, um, just because this is a very very tough defense. So not yet. Uh, moving on to the afternoon games, we have the Seattle Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers. On the Seahawks side of things, you're starting Russell Wilson. Uh, even though he's coming off of a loss against Minnesota, he is still cooking. It is still the first half of the season, so he's going to score major fantasy points. He's going to play. Uh, he's he's going to have an MVP caliber first half of the season like he always does. Chris Carson's a start. DK Metcalf's a start. Tyler Lockett's a start. And that's it. Uh, there, there is a question about Gerald Everett. He's coming off a decent week, five receptions, 54 yards, and he is a low-end streaming tight end. I have him lower than players like Jared Cook. Uh, so if Jared Cook's not available, then yeah, sure. Uh, you know, uh, then he's a decent option, but I have him lower than Jared Cook, lower than Logan Thomas, uh, just above like Cole Komet. Uh, San Fran. Some injury updates here. Elijah Mitchell, he was limited in practice Wednesday. That's always a good sign, though, uh, the fact that he's limited midweek. Uh, the, he's going to be most likely playing, and I think he's going to take over once again as the lead back uh, if there is such a thing in San Fran. Uh, Trish Sermon, I mean, he scored fantasy points last week. He didn't disappoint you, but 10 carries, 31 yards, and a touchdown, that's not spectacular. What's spectacular is Elijah Mitchell's week one. That's really good. I think that they have San Fran is way more faith in Elijah Mitchell than in Trey Sermon, so Mitchell should be the lead back. Uh, and he's a low end flex. Uh, I should say, I shouldn't say low end. I think he's a flex option, uh, just because I truly believe he is going to be the number one uh, running back on this team. I mean, he's he's just looks better than Trey Sermon. You just watch the way he plays, and it's basically night and day uh, in terms of performance. Uh, also going up against the Seattle defense, it gives up 155 rushing yards per game, third worst in the NFL, or I guess third most, uh, whichever way you want to word that. So, yeah, Elijah Mitchell, very good start. Uh, no quarterback for me. I'm sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo, but it's just I just <laughs> I don't have confidence in you. There's no week where I'm going to feel comfortable starting you, even if you have multiple good weeks in a row. Um, Kittle, he's kind of dealing with an injury. Uh, so he's listed as questionable, but there doesn't seem to be too much worry about that. Um, I'll keep you updated later this week, especially on Saturday on, uh, on how he's doing, but he's most likely going to play. You're starting him starting Devo. Brandon, Ayuk got that touchdown last week. Uh, he was also tied for third most targets behind Kittle and Devo. I would say that Ayuk is back kind of, uh, He's not back to what we expected him to be heading into the season, but he's back to being somewhat fantasy relevant, uh, back to being a flex option. 
So I'd put Ayuk at flex because it's a mix between his performance from last week uh, and the matchup against the Seattle Seahawks, who give up a lot of passing yards as well as rushing yards. I mean, they just have a terrible defense. So I like uh, I like a lot of San Fran players this week. Next game, the Arizona Cardinals versus the L.A. Rams. Oh, boy, this is tough for the Cardinals. Uh, you're starting Murray. Man, the Cardinals are 3-0. and This is crazy. That's uh, going to change this week. Uh, starting Kyler Murray, I'm not starting a single running back for Arizona. I mean, James Conner only put up 43 rushing yards against Jacksonville. He's going to get half of that against the Rams. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know James Conner, no Chase Edmonds. Uh, it's DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. That's all I'm comfortable starting. Uh, I do believe that there could be uh, and most likely will be a Cardinals, another Cardinals receiver that's going to have a very good game, whether it's A.J. Green, who put up 100 yards uh, last week, Christian Kirk, who did the same, or Rondell Moore. It, 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 there's a very good chance that another one of the, one of those three players is going to pop off. But if you're wrong, it's not going to end well, so I don't want to deal with that. It's not worth the risk to start A.J. Green or Christian Kirk or Rondell Moore against this very, very difficult Rams defense, a, a team that's looking like the, I, I would say, I would almost say the Super Bowl favorites. I would say the Super Bowl favorites. I think they're the best team in the NFL so far throughout the, the first three weeks. So really, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, the only studs uh, on the Cardinals team and the only players that I feel confident starting. On the Rams side of things, Stafford, obviously going to have a, a very good week. He's been brilliant. He's been amazing. Uh, super fun to watch. Um, Daryl Henderson, he is uh, questionable for week four with that rib injury. If he does play, I'm starting him. If he doesn't, I am not starting Sony Michelle. Um, I, I just, ah, you know what? I have him as a low-end flex. He didn't look too bad last week against Tampa. 20 carries, 67 yards. When you take into account that it's the Buccaneers defense, that's that's pretty good. Uh, I think that's actually the most rushing yards that the Buccaneers have given up this season. So, uh, the I mean they're they're giving Sony Michelle the ball. So if uh, if Henderson is out, you're playing Michelle. If Henderson plays, you're playing Henderson and no Michelle. So we'll let you know uh, how Daryl Henderson is looking later on in this week because right now he is truly questionable. Uh, the receivers. You are starting Cooper Cup, and you are starting Robert Woods. You are starting Tyler Higby, the tight end. I am not starting Deshaun Jackson. I know that he had an amazing game, three receptions, 120 yards, and a touchdown, but that's not going to happen every week. Uh, he is he's really that player where if he doesn't, you know, he, he has that opportunity of getting that 80-yard touchdown, uh, but if he doesn't get that touchdown that game, then he puts up one or two points with like one reception and one target. Uh, he's just not, I, he's not being targeted enough for me to feel comfortable starting him. Uh, this is a player that I'm, I'm okay with being wrong on uh, if I bench him because it, it's not worth starting him and him putting up two points. You just can't, you just can't deal with that because he will lose you the week if he doesn't score that 80 yard bomb. And that's not going to happen every week. So that, that's it's really not, and it's not going to be this week against the Cardinals because there's plenty of other opportunities for players like Robert Woods, like Cooper Cup, like Tyler Higby to step up. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's Rams are going to have a very good fantasy week, but no Deshaun Jackson. It's not worth it. 
maybe rosterable. I, I still don't feel too comfortable uh, rostering him because if he does this, what, once every three weeks, if that, uh, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a pattern that you cannot figure out. So don't deal with that. Uh, final game of this week, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Steelers side, Juju mispracticed with a rib injury. Deontay Johnson returned to practice, however, so those two kind of swapped there. Uh, not starting Big Ben, you start Najee Harris because he's looked like the only good player on this team. Uh, Claypool as a flex and Deontay Johnson as a flex if he plays. Again, we'll keep you updated on Saturday. It's looking like Johnson will play uh, and Juju leaning more towards doubtful rather than questionable. So Johnson and Claypool as flexes. I obviously uh, rank Johnson a little bit higher than Claypool just based on his uh, targets but yeah it's the Packers this is a tough secondary so the Packers defense is is being getting better and better uh throughout the weeks and uh it's really only Najee Harris the rookie that I feel comfortable starting on the Pittsburgh Steelers the Green Bay Packers you're starting Aaron Rodgers you're starting Aaron Jones you're starting Devontae Adams done this is the it's <laughs> this is what we've been saying for like two three years now with the with the Green Bay Packers, it's those three guys: Rogers, Jones, Adams. There you go. That's it. That's all you need to know. That's all the fantasy relevant players for the Packers. Nice and simple. All right, let's move on to the yays and nays real quick. Uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I'm going to talk about three players that I that I really like this week. Three players that I really don't. Uh, starting off is Kirk Cousins. Now I want to fit a quarterback in here. It was actually a tough decision between Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins. Uh, so I kind of explained, I, I talked about Derek Carr a little bit more uh, in yesterday's episode, so make sure to go check that out. But Kirk Cousins, man, eight touchdown passes so far this season, zero interceptions. He's got a very high passer rating, uh, one of the best in the NFL right now. He's just playing really good. And it confuses me because when I watch him play, it doesn't look like that. Um, He has a somewhat difficult matchup against the Cleveland Browns, but this is a game where the Vikings are going to need to pass to stay in it with a questionable Delvin Cook. uh, They're going to lead more towards the passing game. And it's kind of what they did last week against Seattle, and it's what they're going to do again. So I I think that, you know, we're just going to continue on the hot streak with Kirk Cousins, who's the quarterback for this, this season. So. Yeah, I think that there there is a, a high ceiling for Cousins and a low floor, uh, but the odds of him getting closer to the ceiling uh, is a lot higher than him going down to the floor. So if that makes any sense, Kirk Cousins, I think, is a, a good start for this week. Moving on, I got two receivers uh, in the yay category. The first one, Odell Beckham. I'll just stick with his Browns-Vikings game. Uh, Odell Beckham, he's back, whether you like it or not. Uh, he put up nine, uh, or sorry, he had nine targets with 77 receptions, uh, receiving yards last game. Jeez, I'm all over the place. Nine targets, 77 receiving yards. That's better. Uh, and like I said before, I think he's just getting warmed up. Um, uh, another fun fact for you, the Vikings, they've allowed a top 15 wide receiver in every single game this season, um, which, you know, is kind of weird because the Vikings defense was supposed to get a lot better. but. 
Odell Beckham is going to be that guy because really there's no other player on the Browns offense that I think is going to be a, a top receiver. It's just Odell Beckham. He's going to be the number one target. This Viking secondary is awful. And uh, yeah, I think Odell Beckham is going to have a very solid game. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets 100 yards and a touchdown. And that is very good for fantasy. So starting him. Uh, and the last player is Devonta Smith. Maybe it's just me being too excited about this Eagles offense. Maybe it's because I have a lot of shares of Devonta Smith. But I, I just think that the, the, there's bits and pieces of the Hurts-Smith connection that look very good. And at some point, it's going to click. I think it's going to be this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. I stated before that the Chiefs don't have a good defense at all. They, they have a terrible defense. I mean, they are among the worst in the NFL. Um, they've given up, you know, top, top 10 in, in passing yards allowed per game. And I mean, they're number two in rushing yards allowed per game. So it's really, it's a matchup. It's a good matchup. It's a matchup based pick. Uh, I also like his 22% target share, uh, which is the most of any receiver on the team. So, you know, he's the main target. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a mix of matchup and opportunity for Devonta Smith. And a little bit of bias. So we'll see what happens there. But I really like Devonta Smith this week. Uh, he's been kind of up and down this season. But I think this is going to be an up uh, in week four. Moving on to the Nays players that you should sit for this week. And I can't believe I'm saying it. But it's Ryan Tannehill. Uh, he's, had a, he's had a rough season. He's had a, he's a really rough season. Uh, this is his, like I said before, his worst uh, season since 2018. We're start to the season. Uh, you can look at like his, his passing yards, for example, uh, he's thrown 756 passing yards, which is by far his fewest since 2018. Uh, he did throw three touchdowns last week, uh, which is very good, but listen, you're playing a a jets defense who actually gives up the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. And there's a good chance you're not going to have your top two receivers in AJ Brown and Julio Jones. It's going to be all rushing for the Titans. It's going to be another borderline 200 rushing yards for Derrick Henry. Uh, Yeah, I I just don't think Tannehill is going to throw the ball as much as fantasy owners want him to. Uh, Moving on to a running back, that is Tyson Williams. Uh, Yeah, he's playing the Denver Broncos. I like Tyson Williams this season. Um, But last week was rough. I mean, two fantasy points. Yikes. He didn't even make the top 60 in terms of running backs. Um, Yeah, he's playing the Denver Broncos. They've allowed the second fewest fantasy points per game to running backs this season. I don't know what the Baltimore Ravens are doing, but this is actually a tougher matchup than expected if you looked at the schedule at the beginning of the season. Uh, And with the, the Latavis Murray in the mix and everybody else, Devonta Freeman, like... I don't see Tyson Williams uh, scoring enough fancy points to make you happy. So he is a sit for me. And the final player, which is a bit of a hot take, I guess, because I, I told you to pick him up if you listen to the uh, waiver signing episode. Uh, that's Hunter Renfro for the Raiders playing up against the Chargers. He's had a very, very good season so far. He technically is the number one receiver on this uh, for this team in terms of fantasy points scored. Uh, But I I think that there's so many options. 
in in Darren Waller, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, and the, there's just not enough to go around when you play a tough defense like the Chargers. The Chargers allow the fifth fewest fantasy points to receivers this year. Um, very good against the pass. They're giving up only 201 passing yards per game. That's just not enough when you have a top tight end like Waller that's asking for 15, 20 targets per game. And then you have Brian Edwards and, Han- and Henry Ruggs with these this big playability. Uh, I don't see a lot of yardage for Hunter Renfro this game. The only way he's going to be fantasy relevant is if he scores a touchdown. And if, if you've listened to these podcasts at all, I don't like that. I don't like taking that chance. I don't like starting a player where, oh, if he scores a touchdown, he's great. But if he doesn't, you get like two points. Like that's It's not worth it to me starting any player like that. It's too risky. And that's why I have Hunter Renfro as a nay for this week. That is it. That is all I got. Thank you so much for listening. Again, that injury update coming out this Saturday. Make sure to check that out. Uh, follow us on social media. Instagram is at barely, uh, barely underscore athletic. TikTok and YouTube is at barely athletic. Make sure to check out our website at barelyathletic.com. Really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you so much for listening once again, and I'll see you next time.